The Crossman Conversation brought to you today by Community Legal Services, Maynard Cooper, Frontier Partners, by Crossmark Services, and Roto Speaks. The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. The Crossman Conversation is hosted by John Crossman. John's heart is to see our community of leaders unite around what we have in common. John will be joined by political leaders, religious leaders, as well as activists making a difference in our nation. Here is your host for the Crossman Conversation, John Crossman. Hello, this is John Crossman, and welcome to the Crossman Conversation. Mike, you doing okay? Hey, I'm doing great, my friend. Hey, listen, um, uh, quick story. Yeah, I love it. Bring it on. Today is Veterans Day. It is. And today. That, it, it is an important uh, of day, and it's important to remember our veterans are out there doing things in society and like they serve, they did something in the past and yet they still may have different challenges. And if they don't, we always need to respect our veterans. Yeah, I agree. Such, such a big deal. It's yeah. easy to kind of forget it, but we need to keep that state of mind and not just like, we need to say thank you for your service and thank you for sacrifice, but also be more aware of like, what can we actually do to be right. supportive of them today? Um, so today we have a guest and his name is Mike Walters and he is the owner runs uh, seniors helping seniors in Flagler Revolution, St. John's area, and he does stuff to help veterans. So, Mike, are you there? Yes, sir. Well, thank you for being on the show, and thank you for being on the show on Veterans Day. Tell us what you're doing to help out veterans. We, Seniors Helping Seniors is a home health care agency, and as a, a veteran gets approved for, um, for home health care through the VA, we are able to serve them in that capacity to get someone in there to take care of their needs. And do they have any uh, more specific needs or unique needs than other people in their same age group? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Everybody is is a little unique in their own way. Sure. And so, so each each veteran that we serve um, has different needs, but we're able to to help with that. Gotcha. And um, so, people who are out there and they listen to this and they think, "Man, I want to, I want to make an impact. I want to do things to help uh, veterans." Is it like, uh, is there ways that they can volunteer and can they donate and what can they do to be actively helping out uh, with veterans in the community? It's a a great question. So uh, what we, so we have what we call caregivers and we have um, a few hundred of of caregivers spread throughout the three counties that we serve, Flagler, St. John's, and Volusia counties. And we focus on hiring what we call able-bodied mature adults to be the caregivers. Okay, so um, a lot more relatable, reliable, uh, empathetic. A lot of our caregivers have care of ones of their own at one point or another, so are able to take that empathy into other people's um, homes. And we say that our caregivers have the heart of a volunteer. We just happen to pay them. So, so they are W-2 employees. They're covered under our license, insurance, liability, all that stuff. And some of our caregivers have... Uh, healthcare background. They may be doctors, physicians, um, uh, nurses, whatever whatever background they may have. A lot of them have backgrounds that have that had nothing to do with healthcare, um, but they they had a, a successful career, um, and they're they're at a point where they and that they feel like they're they're helping out, and so they're always welcome to call us three eight six nine eight five two two nine two, and and look at potentially becoming a caregiver with us. And um, some of our caregivers work as little as five hours a week. And we have people who work with us full time, um, depending on what um, fits best into their lifestyle. And so are there, are there both paid and unpaid positions? Are there both of those? 
we we um, we only have paid positions. Okay. So every 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 employee of ours is a W two employee. Gotcha. And so if somebody were um, not in your geographic area, could you then refer to them to other to other parts of your group and other parts of the country or similar groups? Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Yep. And okay. and and we do all the time. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. So um, when people listen to this and it's Veterans Day and they're like kind of living around doing their life, uh, what kind of things do you think they need to be reflecting on uh, on Veterans Day? The average American who has not served, what do you think they should be thinking about? I, I, I still believe that we live in the greatest country in the world. And, uh, and the reason that we, we get to live in this country is because of those people who served. And uh, uh, we have we have clients that um, are non-veterans, and we have lots of clients that are um, veterans. Um, a lot of our caregivers, when they talk to us, they say, "Hey, I want to help help in any way I can, um, any anyone I can." Uh, if you get a veteran, so think think of me first, because I, I want to to serve those who serve us. So, um, so I think I think yeah, we need to take a moment to be. To be grateful for for those people who who served us and um, and you know look look for ways to to give back. You know, what's interesting is that I think a lot of times now we can look at somebody going into the military and think you know the likelihood of them um, being killed in action is is pretty low. It's a low percentage, right? At the mm-hmm. same time, a hundred percent will be changed forever, right? You know, you can't. I try to tell people like, look. If you're driving in your car and a cop pulls up behind you and all of a sudden you have this anxiety in you that lasts for, you know, a few seconds or a few minutes or whatever, that's a normal human thing to have happen in society. When you're serving and those people have that same feeling for hours and days, you know, you got to think that has an impact on your body, has an impact on your mind, right? And so when we talk about thank you for your service, thank you for your sacrifice, that's a real thing. Even though they might physically look totally fine, you know, they have made a sacrifice and we all have benefited and are benefiting from that. Did I get that right? That's a hundred percent correct. And, uh, and there's a, there's a good number of people that, that we serve today, um, as clients through seniors, helping seniors that they have done phenomenal things with their life. Um, more heroic things than, than, than I could ever imagine doing. Um, and they're, they're at a point now where they need a little, little help from, from us and, and, and our caregivers, and, uh, we're happy to do it. And one thing I'll, I'll say is, is, as as we got more and more involved in this industry and, and working with the VA, something I learned is a lot of people don't know that the VA, um, does these that has these benefits for veterans. And um, so I worked at the Social Security Administration for almost 20 years prior to starting this agency, right? So I worked for the federal government. And, uh, and a lot of great people work, work, uh, work for that agency and, and many others within, the, within our government. Um, and I also heard the other side where people, are, you know, are, they, have, they have not so great things to say about people who work in those places. Here's what I've seen is working with the VA. It is it is that they got their stuff together and they they want to help the veterans. And so um, they they're very generous with with getting them approved and getting them the hours that they need 
And every person I've talked to at the VA has just been the, the best person. Um, uh, respectful. They really, really care. And so I would say that if you, um, if you're a veteran or um, if you, if, if your loved one, if your mom, dad, um, you know, spouse, whoever it may be, if they have served um, and they, and you feel like they may need a little extra help um, in the home, staying in their home, um, reach out to the VA and, and see, see what's available. They'll walk you through it. And then they make the process super simple to the point that they end up calling us and saying, hey, hey, Mike, um, we have this veteran. They're approved for X number of hours. They're in this you know, location. Can you help? And, uh, and we say yes. And we're usually able to get someone in there pretty quickly um, with you know, being blessed to have so many caregivers. You know, Mike, with what you're saying, it was so interesting is this, is that for some people, they're blessed to have a big family, right? And they have all kinds of resources. Yep. Some people they choose a career in the military and so they never get married. They don't have kids. Right. And so through their sacrifice, they don't have the the people resources. And so you correct the VA is awesome and you have to have a medical advocate and you have to have somebody that's helping out with that. And I'm so thankful for the work you do because you're taking those great resources from the VA. You're bringing in people who are qualified and then you're connecting all those dots. And so when I think about Veterans Day and I think about what's what we need to reflect on today, I'm reflecting on you, Mike, and thank you for what you're doing, helping people that have served and who are uh, now in a place where they need us. So thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you saying that. My pleasure. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with some more comments about uh, thoughts about Veterans Day. Huge thank to Mike Walters and Seniors, helping seniors, uh, outstanding organization that's making impact. Managing a team that has a lack of accountability and effective communication can be frustrating. Bill Roto-Rooter can help you build a cohesive team and a collaborative work environment. As a retired commander of the Navy's premier training system and research development organization, Roto has the experience to help you build trust and a high-performing team as you navigate high-pressure situations. To schedule a complimentary call with Roto, go to rotospeaks.com and complete the form and put the Crossman conversation in the message field. I'd like to thank Maynard Cooper and Gale PC for being a sponsor of our program. Maynard is a full-service law firm with over 350 attorneys and 14 offices nationally who serve with professional excellence in everything from corporate and business matters to day-to-day legal issues. The office in Central Florida focuses its practice in real estate, corporate transactions and organization, banking and finance, along with trust and estates. To learn more, visit MaynardCooper.com. Community Legal Services is a civil legal aid organization providing no-cost legal help to the underserved. They call it Legal Aid for All. Their attorneys assist with legal issues related to family law, housing, domestic violence, veterans' benefits, and much more. Community Legal Services is a community-supported program. To learn more and help support the mission, visit clsmf.org. That's clsmf.org. Community Legal Services. Legal Aid for All. Crossmock Services is a commercial real estate firm offering a wide range of professional services, including advisory, brokerage and leasing, investing, and property management. Our staff comprises the industry's most seasoned professionals who possess the needed knowledge in real estate investments, analysis, and portfolio management to drive growth. See how Crossmark can work for you. That's CrossmarkServices.com. Are you willing to serve communities in crisis around the world to people who are impoverished, 
oppressed and persecuted. Frontier Partners International offers mission opportunities in areas least served to meet the needs of the helpless, hapless, and hopeless, and is currently serving earthquake survivors in Syria. Share the love and joy of Christ and give the gift of a hope-filled future to someone in desperate need. Learn more at FrontierPartners.org. That's FrontierPartners.org. Once again, here is John Crossman. All right, we're back here, and today is Veterans Day, and right. uh, so cool to have Mike and hear what he was talking about, right? Oh, uh, my uh, goodness. Such good work. Um, and then, you know, Mike, let's talk about this a little further. There's, there's organizations like that doing great things. We need to yeah. support them. And uh, it's good to sort of reflect on this on an individual level, what we need to do. And, you know, it's funny. Part of me wants to instinctually, like, post something on social media and yet then I pause, I'm like, gosh, is that sort of empty? Is that, mm-hmm. how real is that? Versus like, just trying to make a, a very intentional effort. Right. What, what do you think about that? What's, what's, an, what's an example of an intentional effort we can do today in thinking in, about veterans and being appreciative? Well, you know, what I thought about that, John, is the fact that, let's look at missionaries, something completely different for a mm-hmm. moment. You know, mission, missionaries, they do an amazing work not every person that's alive in the United States is going to be going on a mission field right. permanently. Right. So we've said in the church, there's two types of people. One that sends missionaries and then the other, those that go as right. a missionary. I think we can apply that same thinking here to veterans mm-hmm. and realizing that not every one of our American citizens is going to have served in a branch of the military but everyone that didn't needs to love, respect, and honor those who do. I like that thought process a lot because what I hear you saying is like, let's have a hundred percent participation, right, uh, with with veterans. Meaning, like, you're going to serve, or you're going to do something actively to honor those that serve. I think right? that's right. And so I do think that, um, you know, I, I have I've seen my friends. It's on social media where they're posting about how how where they served and. I know at a minimal level, I can, I can like it and I can comment, you know, maybe I do a better job of like individually messaging them right. and saying, Hey yeah. man, I, I saw your post. I really just want to thank you for what you did. I think that means something. There's an old expression that goes, uh, the right thank you note is the one that's written. The meaning any level of effort is key. That's, and, that's well said. Right. That's like, good. Like, I, like I mean, that. like it, it's yeah. something. Yeah. And I think that keeping our frontal lobe, certainly being praying about it, and then trying to think through, is there any extra thing we can, we can do, Yeah, you know? And sometimes, you know, I, I obviously on Memorial Day, we're more thinking about those that we lost, right? right. Um, but I think if we can think about how can we honor the ones that are here, well, sometimes it's, it is putting, you know, flowers on the graves, the ones that we lost. Um, I think the ones that came home appreciate that. They appreciate us thinking about them. You yeah. Know? You know, I think one of the biggest uh, sad aspects of American life is what happened at the end of Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And and we had all these guys coming back, young ladies as well, coming back who had served in what was a a PR nightmare, if you want to call yeah. any conflict or war. That one was not received well, and it wasn't managed well by I think our government and and uh, but the people that served should not have had to go through what they went through when they returned. Well, and, and they're almost looked at as like third-class citizens, you know, well, when yeah, they came back. I'm so glad you bring that up because, you know, I was born in 71. And so when I became kind of aware in the early 80s, 
you know, it wasn't that far behind. You know, like right. it, it seemed like history, but now I think, gosh, like some of those veterans when I was a kid were in their thirties. Like, well, they weren't old, obviously, but it was, and and, and you didn't talk about it. Like, like uh, if my friends and I would talk about you know Vietnam War and we knew somebody in our church and it was being a veteran, you did not talk about it. You did not walk up to them. One of the greatest healing things I've ever witnessed as a citizen of the United States was the is the current acceptance of the Vietnam veterans. Mm-hmm. And that really happened after 9-11 and different parts of U.S. history. They've been embraced and fully into society. And you now meet people who more openly say, you know, I'm a Vietnam veteran and they, they wear the hats and they, they, they have now received the healing they didn't get back then. Right. And that's, that's a step into that maturity place. And I also say this, it's like I talked about earlier, it's like, Somebody might say, well, they, they came home, that's good, but man, you're changed forever. Mm-hmm. And there's a real physicalness to that. There's a real mental that. And I think thinking about what all we can do as supporting veterans through their journey is a, is a key thing. I agree completely. And any help that we can give, and you know, it does kind of go down to that whole thing, John, of personal involvement. I've really loved that illustration you gave about a thank you note. Mm-hmm. The right thank you note is one that was written yeah. and sent. And, you know, a a way that we all can do that is just asking God, first of all, simple as this, help me change my mind or my thought or make me more aware of times that I'm around a veteran and that I can really reach out in love and reach out in appreciation. You know, I hear people say this to policemen, and I think this is also true for them who are serving and putting themselves on the front lines of safety and, and just, just to keep us safe. And I, I hear people look at them and say, thank you for your service. I think we need to do that as well for all of our vets that are out there. Well, I, I'll add to that, Mike, that when I hear that, one of the things that jumps out in my mind is that my, my father-in-law served and I am going to commit to make sure that my daughters reach out to him, you know, to, to the end today yeah. and, and just thank him. Hey, like, you know, Papa, we're thinking about you did a thank you. And I know he'll brush that off. But he deserves that thank you. Yeah. He, he deserves that thank you. And then the second thing that hits me, and I think this is true in some cases, is that encouraging those veterans to share their stories if they want to. And, you know, you and I have talked before about people that do work with um, uh, women who are victims of sex trafficking. You know, it's like the last thing I want to do is hear their stories. Like, like I mean, I can't even imagine how horrible they are. I don't yeah, want to hear it. Yeah. But if I was talking to someone and I'm thinking, yeah, I truly do want to help them heal, you, you allow them to tell their stories because that's how they heal. And, you know, back to World War II veterans, right? Like, here's an, here's an interesting yeah. example. So we gave them the parades, right? We did that. But we didn't back then was teach them how to tell their stories. Like, we, would, we just, as a society, told them to drink it off, right? That, that's, I mean, that, that's a sad thing. And so, assume that they could come back from seeing hor- horrible oh things. Oh, my gosh. It, and, it, and then act like it didn't happen. Right. If you watch Band of Brothers and then you watch The Pacific, like yeah. how those guys weren't toast, you know, forever is kind of a miracle. But, you know, to me, it's like anytime if we're around a veteran, and maybe it's just as simple as saying, well, hey, where, where'd you go to basic training? You know, where'd you go to basic training? Like, where were you stationed? Um, you know, um, uh, how was the experience for you? And just... Just soft questions, and just let them talk as much or as little as they'd like to. I think that is brilliant wisdom that we all need to take. And and the thing is, is that, like you said, letting them talk. And you're right, John. You know, Cindy and I, you know this, we lost a child. Mm. And uh, this is about the closest thing that I can relate 
to a vet who's come back from a, an experience like Vietnam or whatever. We lost a child and it, it was terrible on our hearts. We, we, I never wanted that to happen. I never ever could imagine that it would happen. But when it did happen, here's something that Cindy and I experienced. We needed to talk about it. Oh, you know, it's, it's, here's a funny thing, Mike. So you have been so kind to share that story with me. And then we've talked about it. And then one time on the air, I asked you about it. And somebody listening to it um, later on said to me, like, was Mike okay with you asking about that? <laughs> right. Because I think they were feeling the opposite of like, you shouldn't ask Mike about that. Whereas in reality, you appreciate it, right? I, and, it's critical. It's critical. And, and here's what's so sad. Our closest friends, a lot of them, not all of them, yeah. but, but our closest friends, many of them did not say a word to us. Well, a- And it was painful for that alone. Right. And, and, and look, if we're thanking a veteran for their sacrifice, we should be willing to sacrifice, right? Like yeah. um, I can remember somebody in my house that was asking about somebody else and it was like, hey, you should ask them about their wife that passed away. And their response was, I don't want to do with it because they're going to start crying. Well, let them cry, right? Yeah. Like let the awkwardness happen. Right. And then you're like helping them heal through the experience, right? That's exactly right. Like you try to clam up, put a lid on that, it's yeah. going to blow right off, yeah. right? So I, I think that, you know, there's obviously all kinds of things we can do for veterans. And I think at, at some level, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but I think trying to be as intentional and thoughtful. And then I also think that the other practical things is like anything you can do to promote resources to veterans, I think... There's different universities that do a great job with classes, like they scholarships and things like that. So I think in all kinds of practical way, uh, hiring practice, recruiting practices, and we've been so fortunate. We've had so many veterans on this show. Yeah, we have. And so we want to always like giving them a platform to talk about things. So we wanted to highlight, you know, um, Mike and his work that he's doing and we did that. And then we also want to try to think about what are the most practical things? Yeah. I just don't want to be a guy that just puts one Facebook picture up and then like, that's it. Right. I'm trying to think through me as a human and then people listening as like, what else can be done? That's right. And, and you know, and really on, on the regular, right? Like, yeah. like just as we interact with them, it's funny. Um, I always think when I go to Disney and, um, y'all see a guy like wearing whatever hat and say cream war Vietnam or whatever, mm-hmm. I just always try to say, man, I really appreciate your hat. Like, thank you. And, and hopefully that's a step. Hopefully that's, that's a way right. of healing, right? You know, I loved it. This past week at the chamber meeting, they always, every public gathering that we have, we not only pray, but we also do the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. And every week, not just on Veterans Day, mm-hmm. but every week during the year, uh, they ask all veterans to stand and to lead out in giving the Pledge of Allegiance. And I think that's another one wonderful thing. So if we have churches that are listening or civic groups that are listening to this, find ways to honor vets in your midst. Well, I, I, it's, I'm glad you brought that up, Mike, because uh, you know, during college football season, part really because it's fall and the colors look good, but uh, I fly my Florida State flag in front of my house. But not today. Got my American flag out there. Oh, there right? you go. So, That's right. You know, in that same way, it's like, let's take every little step we can right. and uh, be thoughtful. So, Mike, thanks for always being on this journey with me. And uh, thank you to all of our veterans who yes, are listening. Yes, thank you. And uh, you know what? Um, if there's ever a veteran that hears this or is around me, if you can think of a better way uh, or a solid way you think we should be thinking about how to honor vets, I hope you'll message me or call me or text me and let me know because I want to make sure we keep working That's on great. it. That's great. A lifelong journey, right? It is indeed. All right, my friend, this has been the Crossman Conversation. And as always, support your local HBCU.
This has been Crossman Conversation, produced by a Crossman Career Builders Mark Radio Production.